Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News. Wednesday, April 13, 2022. Stand up for your country. It is all over for the Biden administration. They are not going to come back. I don't think it's possible now for the Biden administration to turn things around so that the majority of Americans would have confidence in it or the president himself. And that is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. First, the facts, all right? Producer prices, those are prices that wholesalers and businesses pay for products and services, okay? Producer prices up 11.2% from March 22 this year, March 21. The highest year-to-year increase in wholesale prices ever, ever. Okay, so now all of those prices are going to be passed on us. The stores, everything you buy. I went to the deli today. Turkey sandwich used to be $7.50 at the deli that I go to, okay? Ten and a quarter. $7.50, a couple of months ago, $10.25 now. Okay, so it doesn't matter whether you're a Republican or a Democrat or an independent or an anarchist or what does it matter. Everybody in this country pays more money. Working class and poor people don't have much disposable income anyway. And they don't have reserve. So this just comes right out. Yes, there's low unemployment. Man, that's good. You want a job, you can get a job in America, okay? But your salary is not keeping up with the expenses. That is the overriding issue in this country. It's way stronger than COVID or Ukraine or even the border. The border is just staggering. But day-to-day expenses are the most important thing for votes. So Jimmy Carter's presidency, those of you who are around, 76 to 80, destroyed by his mismanagement, Carter's mismanagement of the economy. Now, Jimmy Carter was the governor of Georgia. He was elected, okay, because Americans didn't really like Gerald Ford, who pardoned Richard Nixon after Watergate. Ford was far more experienced than Jimmy Carter, but Carter was a good campaigner, and they said, hey, you know, let's give the Democrats a Carter a chance. Carter had no blanking clue about macroeconomics. He didn't understand it. He didn't know what to do when things started going south. Biden's worse than Carter. Biden has no idea about the marketplace, about how everything works. And I'm going to prove that to you. All right, the inflation rate right now is 8. 5%. This is incredible. So if it continues this way the next three years, 8, 16, 24, add 150, 25%. So the dollar you have now in your wallet is going to be worth 25% less if this continues in three years. 25% of your whole portfolio, of your, of your worth. <laughs> okay. And is it going to happen? I don't know what's going to happen, 
but things are getting worse. And you know what Biden says? It's Putin's fault. Putin did it. The Putin price rises. I don't think there's anybody. Honestly, if they were honest and they're not, the left isn't honest, generally speaking. <laughs> By that. Okay, so this is catastrophic. And I'm, that's not hyperbole. For the American workers and the poor. Catastrophic. And the Biden administration will try to give away more money to families and the poor to try to get the edge off, but that'll cause more inflation. More money they print and give away, the higher the inflation goes. That's how they're going to try to sell, save themselves. But it's all going to ground to a halt in November when the Republican Party takes control of the House and Senate, which it will. Because people aren't going to be voting for the Republicans. They're going to be voting against Biden, just as they voted against Donald Trump. Nobody voted for Biden. It was either pro-Trump or anti-Trump. Now it's going to be, I don't care who's in there as long as it's not Biden. And things are going to get worse for Biden. This Hunter Biden thing, that's not going away. The border thing, after they lift the uh, COVID restrictions down there, that's going to explode. I don't know what Putin's going to do, but he's hanging on, hoping that the Biden administration collapses. All right, which it might. Now, what does that mean, O'Reilly? What does that mean, the Biden administration collapses? It means they can't govern at all. And that will happen if they lose control of the House and Senate. Biden will never get anything passed, nothing. So for two years, he sit in the White House. You're not going to get him out of there, although I think he may be impeached over the border, but he'll never be convicted. You'll never get two-thirds of the Senate to boot him, okay? But he'll be there, and he won't be able to do anything. And every executive order he writes will be challenged immediately in the federal courts. And as it gets up to the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court will vote against Biden. So he, he's going to be just there. He might just move to Delaware. If they lose in the midterms, the Democrats, Biden just might just move the, back to Delaware because he's not going to be able to do anything at all. So that is the big picture, and that is the Talking Points memo. Now, let me give you a little comparison. And again, this is not ideological or party. Donald Trump, President 2020. Okay, that's fair, right, to compare 2020 to now? Okay. The producer price average which I just told you is in a record jump, back in 2020 was minus 2.8%. That means prices were going down. Can you believe this? Biden, it's up 11.2 under Trump, down 2.8. I always tell you, please have a pen and paper so you can write that down. I'll tell you for the third time. Biden, producer price index up. 11.2% last year at Trump, down 2.8%. Prices are going down. All right, do you think anyone knows that? Did you know it? Be honest, did you? No, you didn't know it. I didn't know it until my staff researched it because it's not reported. So how would you know it? You're never going to hear that. Okay, that's the producer price indicator. Inflation, all right, 8.5% now, 
Last year under Trump, 1.2%. Eight and a half now, 1.2%. 16 months, it goes from 1.2 to 8.5. It's all Biden's fault. 100% his fault. No one else to blame but him. Okay. So, What's the big difference between Donald Trump and Joe Biden? Take ideology out of it, please. It bores me. Trump is a problem solver. Why? Because it reflects on Trump. If he does something that works, it reflects on him. He solves problems. He solved the border problem, took him three years, but he stopped it, by and large, okay? Didn't have any trouble in Afghanistan. Didn't have any trouble with Putin. Didn't have any trouble. Well, I shouldn't say that. China was annoying. So Trump understands business. He's a businessman. All right. And he sees something and they solve it. Larry Kudlow was his main guy. Larry Kudlow was a genius. All right. Now, Biden, who's he got? Who? No one. Because they're all hired on the basis of skin color or gender or whatever it may be. It's not looking for the best and the brightest. Okay, so the ability to, pro- to solve problems was Trump's strongest suit. And that's what we did in the Trump O'Reilly history tour. All right. If you know of one problem, just one, that Joe Biden has solved in 16 months, please email me. Bill at BillOReilly.com, Bill at BillOReilly.com, name in town, please. Because I don't know of any. And I'm trying to find one. Just one. Let's bring in Russell. Uh, He is the former director of office management and budget under President Trump right now. He runs the Center for Renewing America. It comes to us from Washington, D.C. All right, make any mistakes in my analysis uh, up top here, Mr. Vogt? No, I don't think you have. All right. So it was clean. It was a clean analysis. No factual errors, no hyperbole, no exaggeration, no ideology. Is that correct in your, from your point of view? I think that's a fair way to put it. Okay. Now, obviously, I'm reflecting well on you and the Trump administration. So everybody should know that. How did you keep inflation under control? Well, I think you raised a great point when you said that the president was constantly assessing this at all times and he had a team that was, you know, he liked to refer to people who had a feel for these things and was not ideological when it came to the fundamentals. And, you know, that's something that there's no way we would have experienced the last year where the beginning of the Biden administration, people like me, but also people like Larry Summers and even Jason Furman from the Obama administration were saying, Folks, you got to be careful, Biden administration, if you're going to pass another $2 trillion in spending right out of the gate. And then they didn't stop there. They kept going with their other uh, Build Back Better approach. It didn't pass, thankfully. But what it hid was that the spending that was already underway that they were proposing elsewhere that we just passed is something that was still there. And it was an entire year both at the administration, the White House, Office of Management, Budget, Treasury, and the Fed 
instead of tackling a problem that everyone knew was going to be an issue because of the steps that were required to deal with the pandemic and, 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 and other the, the, the situations that we were dealing with, everyone knew that this could be a problem. Instead of hitting the brakes, they hit the gas and they tried to spend as much as the country could uh, be willing to give them because they were ideologically committed. And yesterday proves that they are still ideologically committed. Okay. So Trump had COVID in 2020, top to bottom. And it was worse under Trump because the whole economy shut down. And that is the reason I think he lost the election. So the, the country and the economy shuts down because of COVID. And then it reopens after the vaccine gets up and running. But still, inflation did not ignite. So you're saying that because the Biden administration printed so much money, gave away so much money, COVID relief funds and all this, which I think it had to do, he had to give away some money for COVID relief. You wouldn't argue with that, right? No, I mean, I think we did enough already. I don't think that last round was necessary. Okay, so that you guys did trillion. under Trump because you were doing targeting too. Now, the other thing that you haven't mentioned and I didn't mention was the attack on the fossil fuel industry, the oil industry, which drove the futures, they, they call them futures, oil market, the price of oil up worldwide. And when the price of oil goes up worldwide, not just in the United States, then everything costs more, correct? Correct. Every decision that they have made has been on the basis of their view of the, the climate catastrophe and anti-energy. Every decision that they make regulatorily. So they have, you know, if we had a rule uh, to get rid, uh, to have a shot clock to make sure that federal agencies decided on a two-year time limit to make a decision on any infrastructure project. That's one of the things that we were most proud of. They would overturn that. Everything is designed towards using less energy. And so that has been a huge drag on the economy instead of what Larry would talk about, which is a V-shaped recovery where you have this initial shock that we saw in COVID and then you spring out of it because of your, your economic growth policies. They have hurt that V-shaped to a great extent, and it's largely because of their anti-energy policy and their overall regulatory structure that's designed to control the country as opposed to let it free and, and let it grow. All right. When you mentioned Larry, you're mentioning Larry Kudlow. Give me two regulations that were not in place under President Trump that the Biden administration put in that has driven inflation, in your opinion. Two. Well, I just I would just give you the, the one of them is the NEPA. So they the, by, uh, Trump put it in place. It, it's a, NEPA is a, is the National Environmental Policy Act, and it's been in place since Carter. And Trump basically said we're going to make sure that all of the litigation that goes on as a result of it need we're going to make it so that in two years it may not be a yes or answer, but you're going to get an answer if you're a developer if you're trying to build something in this country. And they've put that on ice. Similarly, they're over they're working to overturn uh, a major uh, anti uh, pro energy rule that we had had to deal with that the Obama administration had left us. They were trying to basically do a cap and trade scheme to basically say uh, to penalize facilities across coal and uh, and oil exploration. They were trying to penalize that. We got rid of that and had it on the road to being completely gotten rid of. And they are in court trying to make sure that that to bring it back. Their okay. legacy so is maintained. The oil companies and the power companies and all of that, they see this happening and they pull back 
on production. Do I have it right? They pull back on it, which means that you have to pay more to get your fuel because there's less of it. That's called supply and demand. When there's less of something and you need it, the price goes up, correct? Yep. And then the unintended consequence... Right. right. The Why am I going to put my capital and in investment in the next four years if I know that this is the environment that I'm dealing with? Right. And then once that happens, then all of the other food, clothing, um, products, wood, cars, all of that, they go up because they have to pay more for the energy because everything runs off energy. Correct? Exactly. All right. So now we know. Um, The last question I have is my provocative statement. It's all over today on April 12th for the Biden administration. He's finished. This new report, 11.2 rise in the pricing index, which means that's coming at us. The consumer is going to have to pay between now and the end of the year. All of that. So prices are going to rise. My turkey sandwich, 10 and a quarter this morning, which used to be 750, it's going to be $14 by the end of the year. Is that accurate? Is my pronostication accurate? I believe so. And I want to say what yesterday was important because it takes it, so, the American people, no one believes that this is the Putin price hike. And so it takes something that they're already ticked off about and just makes them bitter towards the White House for them to, to think that they are that stupid that they're going to fall for a line like that. It'd be one thing if you blame the Fed and said, this is their problem to solve. But no, to, to insult their intelligence, I believe, is the kind of thing that takes them from frustrated to bitter and pissed off and go to oh, the yeah. polls and but put them, man, the new people in charge. Folks are angry now. All the polls show that. Mr. Boyd, thanks very much. We appreciate it. We hope you come back. And uh, it's a very sad situation for this country. Okay, as you know, we've been uh, analyzing the airport, uh, the airline industry and what's happening at the airports. And it is a disaster. Again, right at the feet of the Biden administration. That is Pete Buttigieg, the Department of Transportation chief. So just today we learned that the price of an airline ticket up 20 percent from the pandemic, 20 percent from the start of the pandemic. All right. Why? Two reasons. More customers are flying now that COVID is declining and fuel. Fuel is skyrocketing. So your price on the plane is up 20 percent and you may not get there as we have documented all this week. So the guy in charge of this is Pete Buttigieg. You know him, former South Bend, Indiana mayor. And a uh, piece was done on him um, by New York Magazine. On March 31st, okay, two weeks ago, Pete Buttigieg put it on the screen. This is what New York Magazine reports. At a time when other members of the cabinet, the Biden cabinet, are struggling to escape the administration's travails, Buttigieg has proved himself to be both a dog defender of the president and an irrepressibly buoyant figure with a following all his own, as likely to appear in People magazine with his husband, Chastin and the twins as on meet the press, unquote. That's it. That's it. (laughs) Do you get the feeling that things are totally out of control? Because I do. Now, what Buttigieg should do is tell all American Airlines, you 
either improve your on-time performance, stop canceling flights because you don't have pilots and flight personnel, or we're going to fine you. We, the federal government, are going to fine you big money. He does that, it stops. Won't do it. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get a extra 15% off by using promo code Bill at checkout. So please go to fastgrowingtrees.com. Use promo code Bill at checkout. Disney. I was first on this. I hope you remember. So how I knew was that Disney, which runs ABC News, um, backs The View, perhaps the most irresponsible news program in history. That's a news show, not an entertainment show. ABC News. Disney owns. When I saw that, all right, I said, troubled company. And that was years ago. Well, now there's a poll, Trafalgar Group. And this is off the Florida law that tells teachers you are not to introduce gender fluidity and other subjects to five-year-olds. I think it's five to nine because it's not appropriate. They can't understand it. Any sane person would support that law, not Disney. Okay. According to Disney, that persecutes gay kids and gay families. That's what they say. Here's the poll. 39 Democrat, 36 Republican. News reports reveal Disney is focusing on creating content to expose young children to sexual ideas. Does this make you more or less likely to do business with Disney? More likely, 9%. I've never seen a plurality like this. Less likely, 68%. Now, if you're on the board of directors of Disney, an immensely profitable corporation, and you yourself might have Disney stock. I sold my stock. I do not hold stock in companies that I don't respect. I sold it a while back, okay? Now, if you're on a board of directors, you're going, you are turning you, the president of Disney, and you're turning the whole country against the corporation, okay? Because they are. But the more important story is China, and this is never reported. Did you know that Shanghai Disneyland brings Disney Corporation in the United States $5 billion a year. Did you know that? Okay, now Disney splits $10 billion in profit. They get five. And a state-owned Chinese company, that means the communists in Beijing, they own it. They they get the money. Okay, they're in partnership with Disney. Did you know that? Shanghai Disneyland. Mm Mm-hmm. Gets worse. 
So Disney sells a lot of movie tickets in China because China is the biggest movie market in the world, by far, way bigger than the United States. But you can't run a movie in China unless you censor it. So I'll give you one example. There's a movie, a Disney movie called Kundun that depicted the Chinese occupation of Tibet. China still occupies Tibet. They took it over, Dalai Lama read, and Chinese troops are all over. They took Tibet over, okay, just like Putin's attempting to do in Ukraine. World didn't care. Tibet, where is that? That kind of a thing. All right, so Disney censored the movie, took that out. And the CEO at the time, Michael Eisner, another villain, said, quote, that it was an insult to our friends to have the scene where the Chinese occupied Tibet. Maybe remember a movie called World War Z, Brad Pitt, zombie movie. Disney censored that. That was a Disney flick. All right. Took out the part where the zombie revolution, whatever, began in China. <laughs> out. Okay. So China dictates to Disney what happens and what doesn't happen. But even worse is that China persecutes the Uyghurs and other minorities. And some of them are in concentration camps. There's no human rights in China. None. Who's their best client, best customer? Would that be Disney? So Disney is telling the state of Florida, hey, you're violating the rights of gays by this law, but they're okay with what the Chinese do. All right, there you go. CNN. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I'm... Okay, so nobody watches CNN. Lowest ratings you've ever seen. So they launched CNN Plus, which is a paid subscription. So you pay CNN, all right? So you guys, many of you, uh, are on BillOReilly.com and there's a subscriber fee. It's the same thing. But on BillOReilly.com, we help your life. We give you honest information on CNN. <laughs> don't do that. So they launched this big thing, CNN Plus. They have 10,000 people. They expected to have 2 million people <laughs> this year. They got 10,000. This is Chris Wallace. Because why would you think that nobody watches CNN free? It's not free. You get it on your cable band. You got to pay cable. But nobody watches now. Why would you think that people would pay money when they're not watching now? Why? Now, to be fair, because I try to be, CNN does very good documentaries sometimes. But you can see it free on CNN. What do you need to go on CNN Plus? CNN has no talent, okay? There isn't anybody on the whole network that Americans going, I got to see that person tonight. <laughs> There's nobody. Jake Tapper, are you kidding me? The guy can't break a million. He's never been able to do it. All right, Don Lemon, he's down around 600,000. Anderson Cooper, nobody. They don't, and they've been on forever. If the folks were going to watch him, they would have watched him. So CNN plus a bomb. More bad news for blue states. This is the census. I'm just going to run it down. Okay. Interesting. Population of the USA in the past year, 2021, all right, dropped by 0.1%, the lowest rate since the nation's founding. Every other year, we grew more than 0.1%. 33 states out of the 50 saw population increases, but 17 states declined, and some of them huge. 
All right. Here are the states that have added population. Go. Idaho, Utah, Montana, Arizona, South Carolina, Delaware, Texas, Nevada, Florida, North Carolina, all low tax states. All of them. Here are the states that have lost population. D.C., which is a disaster. New York, another disaster. Illinois, ridiculous. California, Louisiana, Puerto Rico, Massachusetts, West Virginia, North Dakota. Puerto Rico, not a state, of course. They've all lost population. I don't know why North, North Dakota is losing population because the energy industry is shrinking. Not because of social things, just economic there. All right, the worst county in the United States for losing people, you want to guess? New York County. That's New York City, the five boroughs. Fleeing. And with the subway bombing yesterday, I mean, bombing, shooting, killing, uh, terror guy. Uh, okay, so that is the census. This day in history, April 13, 2017, U.S. military drops the mother of all bombs, their words, mother of all bombs, on ISIS in eastern Afghanistan on the border of Pakistan. Why? Because ISIS was attacking American troops. Okay? So, under the Trump administration, boom, they drop this incredible bomb. And they kill, see me the stat here, 90 at least. It was hard to know because everything was obliterated. 90 Islamic State militants in that bombing. Now, the reason I'm bringing this out is because killing the killers, the secret war against terrorists, comes out in less than three weeks. All right? We have all of the campaigns that you have never heard of against ISIS, Al-Qaeda, Boko Haram, all the terrorists in that book. Lots of classified information in that book. Nobody has ever heard this stuff before. So I wanted to bring the book to your attention. Important book, best reporting I have ever done. You'll hear me say that. Um, I don't want to be repetitive, but it's true. So uh, this day in history, the mother of all bombs dropped on ISIS, killing the killers, the mother of all books. I hope, out in three weeks. Take a quick break. We'll do some mail, and then we'll do a final thought on virtue signaling. Right back. Everything is expensive these days. You know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD 
65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD or text GOLD to 65532. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. All right, let's go to the mail. Lucinda Callis, Richmond, Virginia. Hey, Bill, please expound on the issue of the shortage of pilots, which is a large part of the airline's problems. Okay, so COVID, they had the mandates for the pilots. A lot of pilots who want to get vaxxed, former military, whatever it may be, and they're out. Okay, then you had the situation where the airlines themselves laid off people because they weren't flying during COVID when the country was shut down. Now, a lot of those pilots laid off didn't come back because you can get a good union settlement. A lot of retired. Now, the airlines should have known this and started to hire and recruit new pilots and train them. They did not. So now, none of pilots fly to planes. But they don't tell you that. They drag you to the airport, and there's your plane, and there's no pilot, which is exactly what happened to me when I tried to go to Turks Caicos. That is on BillOReilly.com, all of that reportage. Robert Shirley, Smithfield, Rhode Island. Bill, I'm planning a trip to London. With the collapse of the American Airlines, would it be better to fly with a foreign carrier? It's bad over there, too. Uh, one of my English friends joined us in uh, Turks Caicos, and he said it's bad. So I would say whatever airline gives you the best time to leave and the best deal, that would be because it's just a gamble. Now, the, the advantage is... It's one shot, either New York or Boston to London. So, but it's a, it's a crapshoot. Jenny Ledge, Ilko, Nevada. Bill, you keep asking us to come up with one thing the Biden administration has done that's good for the country. After grocery shopping this week, I decided that President Biden is single-handedly solving the obesity problem because people can't afford to eat. <laughs> that's not bad. Not bad, Jenny. Okay. Robert, concierge member. Robert gets direct access to me. Good time to become a concierge member now. Get a free book, free copy of Killing the Killers. Give it as a gift. You get the book. Okay. Cartels need to be designated as international terrorist organizations. Then and only then will they be properly dealt with. I can't understand why it hasn't happened. Because Trump, who wanted to do it, Biden never do it, and neither would Obama. Um, decided it was more important to guard the borders, get the Mexican military on the borders. That was the trade with Obrador. Obrador would order his military to both borders with Guatemala, with the USA, if Trump didn't designate the cartels as terror groups. And that's what happened. Sherry, concierge member, Bill, I must agree with you about the, I must disagree. Sherry is disagreeing. Bill, I must disagree with you about the dog stroller. My dog, Maggie, is getting old and tired, melts in the sun. Look, if you have an old dog or a sick dog, use a stroller. Come on. You know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying, Sherry. Healthy dogs in the stroller? No. 
Let them walk as God intended. Kevin Manning, Sacramento. Bill, your observation concerning human betrayal rising in America, set against the majority of dog owners seeing their pet as their best friend, reminded me of my favorite Mark Twain quotation. If you pick up a starving dog and make him prosperous, he will not bite you. This is the principal difference between a dog and a man, unquote. Twain is just brilliant. He's just brilliant. Um, Thank you for sending me that, Kevin. That's a great quote. Diane Starnes, Dallas, Texas. I took your advice, Bill. I've been reading Killing Jesus over Lent. My second read of the book, I read it for the first time last Lent. We have all your killing books. Can't wait for Killing the Killers. Okay, so it is Wednesday. Uh, tomorrow, Holy Thursday, I will have the Talking Points memo on Jesus, not religious. So you secularists, atheists, Jews, Muslims, Buddhists, whatever, you're going to want to hear this Talking Points memo tomorrow, Thursday, Holy Thursday in the Christian calendar. Okay? Killing Jesus, the book, if you haven't read it, read it. I mean, it'll astound you. There's a movie, which is a good movie. You can pay-per-view it, which, you know, in the next four days, you might want to check that out. Thanks for mentioning it, Diane. We appreciate it. Okay, so uh, we got the mugs for Father's Day and Mother's Day. Uh, Stand up for your country. Best mugs are going to sell out. Get them now if you want to give mom, dad, granddad, grandma a mug. You can give them three or two, whatever you want. But by far the best gift in the universe is premium or concierge member for mom or dad or granddad or grandma. It's the best. They'll love it, and you get a free book. And if you give mom and dad a premium membership, because both days you get two books. You get Killing the Killers, Killing the Mob, Killing Jesus, Killing Lincoln, whatever. There's no better deal. Word of the day, do not be obsequious, O-B-S-E-Q-U-I-O-U-S. Do not be obsequious when writing to us, Bill at BillOReilly.com, Bill at BillOReilly.com. Name and ten if you wish you will find final thought about virtue signaling. Next. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, let's wrap things up with the final thought as we always do. So everybody asks me, okay, look. Why would Disney lose maybe billions of dollars, and they will, by opposing a common-sense law in Florida? Why would they do that? It's a little complicated. I'm going to walk through it slowly. The United States of America, we might 
rename this country to the United Tribes of America. We all are in tribes now. Okay? It's not e pluribus unum any longer. Okay? It's not that. We are tribal. What's a tribe? The Marine Corps is a tribe. All right? Always faithful. Semper Fi, Fidelis. That's a tribe. When I worked at Fox News, Fox News was a tribe. CNN's a tribe. ABC News is a tribe. Your job, if you work closely with your co-workers, is a tribe. Your neighborhood might be a tribe if you're all involved with each other. Okay? Now, in Hollywood, that is a huge tribe. Everybody's tied in. 90% are ardent, fanatical leftists. We're talking actors, producers, writers. Maybe it's 80%. That'd probably be more fair. 80%. Okay? Disney wants to curry favor with that creative community. They want people to bring products and uh, projects to them. So they virtue signal on the progressive front. It's a business decision. Now, it has gone horribly wrong. And this new guy, I forget his name, who's now the CEO, he's gone. You mark my words. He's out. It's just a matter of time. But the reason originally they got on this train was because their fear, and they do, the Hollywood left. They fear them. And if you don't kowtow to them, they come after you. And that is the same mentality in Silicon Valley, in those social media companies, 80% leftist. And if you don't fit in, you're ostracized. You can't work there. You can't work. If you are a conservative actor or writer or director in Hollywood, you can't work. Couple of exceptions, The Rock, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Clint Eastwood, but they're just so megastarish that they're accepted. But if you're just trying to work your way up, you can't. If you were a Trump supporter, you would be fired. You would out the door. So that's why Disney did what it did. When you see virtue signalers, whether it could be in your own neighborhood, in your own family, they're trying to make themselves feel better. And they're trying to play to a crowd. So if you have a terrible opinion of yourself, as many in Hollywood do, because there are horrible people there. Not everybody. I have lots of friends in Hollywood. But there's a lot of bad people in the movie industry and in television. Television horrible. They want to make themselves feel better by being for the minority, by being woke, by being progressive. Because inside, they don't feel so good. They know they're bad. But they sell out, mostly for money, some for fame. So that's what this is all about. It's, we live in a tribal country now. It's not we're all pulling for each other. We're not all pulling for each other. Putin knows that, by the way. He knows that America is a very, very divided nation. Okay? And you see it, and it's exacerbated by the media, particularly the news media. All right? So it's black against white. The secularists against the traditionalists, this against Republican, against Democrat, against, against, against. Where's the four? That's why I wrote that column about Geraldo and his charity 
that Geraldo and I partnered up, and Geraldo will be here on Monday, by the way, we partnered up to raise almost a million dollars for autistic people. And he sees the world much differently than I do. But we were able to put that aside, didn't enter into my mind at all. When he asked me, I immediately said yes, because I wanted to help. I don't care what, it doesn't matter to me what the ideology behind some of the people in Geraldo's charity is. I don't care. I just want to make um, the lives of the autistic better. And if we all did that on all fronts, wouldn't we be a stronger country? We would be. Okay, so that is the sermon today. And tomorrow, I reiterate, I am going to have a talking point about Jesus the Nazarene. No religion at all in it that you're going to want to hear. So spread the word. You'll only hear this on the No Spin News, on Common Sense, on WABC. It's the only place you'll hear anything like this. Thanks for watching tonight. We'll see you tomorrow.